The creators of this podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which it is recorded. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are the first storytellers of this land. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, as well as any Indigenous people who may be listening today. This podcast is a TOEFOP production. Head to TOEFOP.com for more. The following episode of TOEFOP is rated MA for mature audiences. It may contain sexual references, time travel references, allegations of bin misconduct, and mild coarse language. TOEFOP advises that this episode is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who thinks a comedy conversation between two old mates sounds like a terrible idea for a show. Minors must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. This is John Deke speaking. Relax. This is Tope Up. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello and thank you for watching. And we are back. Uh, Will, we're at 399. Tope Up 399. Oh my God. Um, one episode off the magic quadruple ton. <laughs> well, you know what the thing is? We were going to record three episodes today yeah. and then I had to do a 10 hour car drive. And so. <laughs> It's now late at night on a Sunday night, and we decided before we'd only do two. So, I, I definitely think we should we should only do two because, like, yeah. can you imagine if we just phoned <laughs> in, stumbled over the line about four hundred? Four hundred is a real afterthought. Like, I I already feel like you yawned as you were about to do the intro, <laughs> and I like halfway through the last one was like. I'm talking, but I'm not sure what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been perfect. I mean, I will have a think about um, the 400. Maybe, um, again, we can put it uh, back to the the listeners and see if there's something we can do, something special. We Um, can't. We're we're banking these recordings. Like, we're going to record it before the listeners hear it. No, but I'm thinking that we could, like, so you think there won't be a chance to do our 400 before I go? No, but 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 the listeners aren't going to hear this episode where we're saying we're going to. Oh yeah, that's what I. No, no, no. But it's not like I mean this is going to be the only announcement I'd make. I'd put it on social media as well. I mean that is a better plan. Yes, <laughs> we are. We are both very tired. We're not understanding each other. Um, but yeah, I'll, I think I could have a chat to Mike, and maybe there's a thing we can do where it's like like a requests, or we can play clips from old shows, or you know something. I'll, I'll have to think about it, but I might put it out. Might put it out to the listeners. It might be a fucking disaster, like, you know, anytime we <laughs> we try and do anything. Um, this is The Forgotten Project. This is part of our ongoing series um, that yeah, you listening to it in the present are actually hearing it from the distant past because we are... Don't, <laughs> don't, don't throw more confusion into this. We, what I'm trying to say what? is we've bulk recorded a whole bunch of episodes in the space yeah. of like two and a half weeks to be spaced out over the next two and a bit months. Um, so I don't know what I'm talking about. That. I'm so tired. Well, I've been up all day. I've, I've got a kid. I fucking had a hot. It was hot. I was out in the sun all day. I had to do another podcast before I did the one that we just recorded. So I've done, this is my third podcast for the day. Plus, I had to do an audition. So I'm tired. Very tired. Um, okay. What 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 did you do during the day? Like what was on during the day today? Oh, okay. It was the it was the uh, Billy Cart Derby. My town has an annual Billy Cart Derby, which has not um, for American soap car derby for English people. I believe you call them go karts. So non motorized uh, uh, 
cars. <laughs> Is that what they are? Like non-motorized cars that kids play with that you build yeah. yourself. So if you've ever seen the episode of the Soapbox Derby on The Simpsons, it's that essentially. It's like all the kids and adults in the area, they all get together and there's certain rules. You can only make, be made from certain materials and they have different classes. So like seven to eight, you know, blah, 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 into the adults. And there's like even a, a father, like a parent-child um, division and all this kind of stuff. So where I live is just basically one big hill. So they block off the whole street, put hay bales. In the parent-child division, can I ask this question? Is the is there only one of them in the cart or are we talking a double cart situation? No, double cart, double cart situation. I mean, I imagine that most of the carts, especially with the younger kids, have been built by the parents. And the parents are, not, are generally the road crew and support staff and stuff. But then there's a category in which mum or dad gets in the billy cart with the kid. Always in the in their back or the front? Not always at the back. Um, I can't remember if I saw any in the front, but I did see one side by side, <laughs> which was bizarre. Oh, so okay. basically they run heats all through the morning. So, you know, the fastest, like, you know, two oh. qualifiers in each race, you just get put into heats and heats and, until that you get down to your final four or whatever it is um and uh they move quick like it's probably a 200 meter stretch of road on about a 45 degree angle so they start off slow but they beat up build up quite a bit of speed by the time they get to the end and generally like what's when i say billy cart what comes to mind for you did you have a billy cart did you build a billy cart give me a description yeah, I reckon we did have billy carts. I remember billy, building like billy carts when we were kids. They were very basic. We're, we're talking like, so you want to be Amish starter kit is basically yeah. the vibe. You know, I don't think we ever painted them. I don't think there was any sort of mechanics involved. It was very much your basic sort of like build something. That what was can... the steering mechanism? What steering mechanism did you I use? I believe rope. Yes. Okay, good. So we're on the same page. You and I had the same billy cart experience. So mine was the same. It was a very rudimentary. It was like a, a box, like half a kind of apple crate with a plank of wood leading to, as the chassis and then like two other planks of wood as the axles for the front and back with, I don't know, fucking wheels from a pram or something like that. And then a rope that you would steer at a T-bar at the front. And that's how you steered left to right. And so someone would push you. I never thought as a kid to go down a hill watching the races. I was like, oh, this makes a heap more sense. It's fun a hill. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> what? We would just push each other around the neighborhood on flat road. <laughs> you would never think to go down a hill? No, never struck me. There was no, I mean, I was also like six. I, I was, wouldn't be allowed to just go off on my own. And we were never taken to, we were just pushed around. Like one of my, one of my. Did you grow up in a particularly flat? place yeah yes bayside yeah very flat in bayside not a lot of hills around (laughs) yeah okay um, well that makes a lot more sense i guess and like but on the farm the farm is pretty flat as well but we would just like use the side of like a dam or like you know something that has like a natural hill to it so there was like nothing even like that in your neighborhood i mean i'm assuming there was there was a park that had a big hill on it but i just don't Mm. think we ever Oh, didn't more, have that level of imagination. Oh, I just—I mean, maybe we did, and all I can remember is just being pushed around. Yeah. I just remember being pushed around. But it was also—you know what I like about billy carting? Just like casual driving <laughs> on a flat surface. <laughs> but I also remember it was kind of a shit billy cart. So we—it wasn't like my favorite toy or anything. I'd probably be more inclined to get on my bike or something. Would you ever ride your bike down a hill? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. Took my bike okay. to BMX track. Interesting. Mate. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming maybe I did and I blacked it out. Maybe something horrible happened and I've just blanked it. Maybe memory. you're in a hideous <laughs> billy cart accident billy when you were a child and like we spent two years in a coma. Saw a couple of those today, man. Like it was actually funny because I was there with a few other friends who obviously are parents as well. And you're watching these at the youngest seven, I think they're seven-year-olds flying down a hill like a like a like a road at 40 to 50 well i'm assuming 40 to 50 kilometers an hour maybe 30 to 40 kilometers an hour but quick quick when you're a little kid <laughs> holding on to what's basically just like a metal bed frame and fucking four shopping cart wheels <laughs> like it was new south wales is one of the most overregulated nanny states going around like they will fucking you have to get a permit for fucking everything here but this <laughs> but this billy they wrote it. They fucking created an exception for this billy cart race. Like there was kids flying down with no elbow pads, no knee pads. Like the the safety was just like hay bales on the side of the road. And I'm like, I don't think that's going to work. And it turns out it doesn't work that great. <laughs> like, no. But we live in like we live in the midst of an alternative thinking community. And sometimes that's like a wonderful thing, right? Like it was a terrible thing when it was trying to get people to take vaccines during the pandemic. But for things like this, this is like the local community putting together an event where, as you said, even parents who've done everything for the previous seven years to keep those children alive are just like, fuck it, today's the day. Let's just yeah. roll the dice. And don't get me wrong, I loved it. Like yeah. it was a great day. Like it was a great carnival atmosphere. They had like foods. You know how much we've talked about this a lot. Nothing better than a country cake stand. Like when you go to that cake stand and it's all the homemade goodies, like I ate a Rocky Road today that'll fucking knock your socks off. Mate, nothing better than eating a Rocky Road sockless, bare feet. (laughs) I mean, that's why why so many people in the area don't wear shoes. They hit some of that Rocky Road. Their socks just flew straight off. That's fucking amazing. watching some kids fly billy cart down a Rocky Road of their own. (laughs) Like it's very on brand. It was fantastic. So it was a great day. Lots of people. And it was packed. Like it was, it was, it felt like a, it was, it was just like a little festival. I mean, it's rare that you get the opportunity. I mean, I'm, I, as I've spoken about and may have already done by the time people hear this, uh, I'm going off like social media. And uh, one of the things that I will miss most from Instagram, and there is not many things I'll miss from Instagram, but I do follow an account called Kids Getting Hurt. And it does amuse me greatly because it's all just like kids trying to do like a you know like a somersault into the pool and just misjudging it and like smell or like the best ones are when parents are setting up something that's meant to be like fun for the kid and then it just like hurts the kid it's all good stuff and i will miss it but this is like a live kids live a live show of kids getting hurt it wasn't if i hadn't if i hadn't had to drive out of the area i would have come down to be honest like it wasn't so much there was only i only saw two bingles but it was the the threat of children getting hurt oh, made yeah. it so well, exciting almost as because you see yeah, exactly. kids like flying down the road in this homemade contraption and you're just like that looks and it will get to a bit where like the last 50 meters of the track so there's probably like a, the, you know the finish line and then it's probably only like 30 meters before you get to the end and there'd always be a ooh, as like some kid like got the speed wobbles or like you know their brake didn't work or they they, they missed the brake so there's a couple of head-on collisions into um hay bales and stuff which it was which was fantastic there's one i think maybe my favorite part of the day was about 11 um the event started at 9 a.m and we got there about 10 a.m and someone 
Like it was a very, even though this is the Northern Rivers, it was a very Sydney move where someone had parked their Range Rover flat bang in the middle of the street. Like even though there were signs everywhere, no parking, special event, no parking, special event. Someone had parked oh, that, their Range Rover. That does not apply to me. <laughs> yeah, dead bang in the middle of the street. Like it would, I don't know how anyone could have missed like the signage and all the fucking stuff that was set up and parked there. And they couldn't contact them. The police were there. Uh, a tow truck guy, he appeared to Jimmy the lock. Like he got into the car somehow using one, some kind of thing. Yeah. And they towed his car. I, I love, by the way, when a community agrees to that. We're like, <laughs> fuck this person. We've all agreed. They're fucking up our day. We are breaking into their car. Yeah. We're all cool with this, right? We all agree that this yeah. is the, the biggest right move. The cops, yep. The cops the say it's The round fine. of applause was for the fucking car getting towed away. It was like we were so yeah. happy for it. Um, but, yeah, so then the races started. And one guy, like, we were looking down the track and you could see, like, you know, there generally tend to be two kinds of billy carts, which were like sort of aerodynamic um, Mad Max type things like roll bars and uh-huh. and they would have big sort of like bicycle wheels. And then you get some that were like, well, then you had your old school billy carts like you and I used to push with the rope. But that was stunning. It's like some people are trying to steer using a rope. But then this billy cart comes flying to the hill and it's really low to the ground. I'm like, that's an odd looking billy cart. And then I realize it is a single... Um, a single bed mattress frame with a mattress on it on tiny little like trolley wheels flying down the road with a dad and his daughter <laughs> lying on the bed and the dad steering with a rope, but like flat on his back. Like, you know, you see those bicycles that people cycle where they're lying yeah. flat on their back, well, like that, but even uh-huh. more on his back. Like, and I guess it was like, that was the joke. It was bed themed, but it wasn't like it was a themed you could theme your billy cart if you wanted to. Like you could paint it like a shark. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't compulsory. compulsory. But this guy had gone in like it was no. the Birdman rally. <laughs> and his thing was, oh, I'm in my bed. And he won. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. And he was flying down the hill and all he was using to steer was this rope. He was lying flat on his back, like his head leaning forward, like he's trying to read like a book on his chest. And he's steering with his kid who wasn't wearing like elbow pads, just like had a bike helmet on, like right next to him flying down the road. I was just like, this is fantastic. Like, I am glad that this exists. Is there a prize? Like, are they racing for some sort of prize or trophy? I don't know, actually. I'll, I'll... Is there an honour? Like, is there an honour board? Is there, like, some sort of recognition of previous winners? Well, it's a big deal in this town. Mm. Like, yeah. um, everyone talks about it. And there's even, like, one of the, some of the shop fronts have big murals. <laughs> it sounds like I live so... in an insane asylum. <laughs> no, but this is what I love. Is like, so, you know how the vehicles from Mad Max, from Fury Road, were available for purchase? Oh, yeah. You right? Could... could we get one of the old vehicles? Like, I mean, not one of the most expensive ones, obviously, but could we raise, like, is there, like, one of the cheaper ones that were selling off and we could enter it in next year's Billy Car Race? Well, you know what? I actually, because I was talking to my manager was there. Because <laughs> it was a public appearance. Charlie takes his manager with him to all public appearances. Uh, he lives up here now. It was a coincidental meeting. But he was like, you should uh, enter with Iona. And I said, you know what we should do? Absolutely. Next year is enter yeah. a Tofop car, like a NASCAR, a Billy car with just like Tofop branding. Because yeah. think about it. We could document the whole building of the Billy car, the entry. You don't have to yeah. enter. I'll, I'm happy to represent us um, in this uh, Days of Thunder style, <laughs> like, you know, story. 
and we could have like our own Tofop branded billy cart, and then we sell little like fi- action figures of it on Patreon. But how how would how would what are you thinking you're going to enter by yourself, or are you going to enter with Iona on behalf of Tofop? No, I'd enter by myself. There's no way I won't let Iona. Iona's not entering this thing until she's 18. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I, well, can we, is there any chance, like, I mean, obviously we can like, you know, fuzzy out her face, but can we have her as a member of the support staff? And I'm imagining her dressed in one of those Formula One style pit crew uniforms that have all the sponsors branding. So like, she's just got a whole bunch of like, you know, Tofop just plastered over everything. Can we have that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. She can be in support crew. She can be, um, who is it in Days of Thunder? Who's like his right-hand man, his best buddy? Who's his goose in Days of Thunder? Oh, uh, yeah. He has a goose, right? Yeah, but is it I, like James Woods or something? Well, I was actually thinking she'd be more like Nicole Kidman, like not in like, okay. you know. Not my love interest. No, but like maybe wave a flag, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so these are the rules of the Billy Cart race. I can't find anything about um, – they, they do award trophies. Okay. good. They don't say anything um, – about what the prizes are. Okay, so I mean, we you know we haven't scooped the pools at the Australian Podcasting Awards, but if we could get like a Billy Cart trophy on the shelf, I'd be equally happy with that. Yeah, just like just in the background of your Zoom shots, there's like a trophy in the background. <laughs> Why have you got a Billy Cart trophy there? Um, okay, so helmets are compulsory. You're allowed uh, yeah. a minimum of two runs. The first is a practice run. Um, Billy Carts will start from a standing start. No. Must be uh, must be tough for some of the people in the local a- a- area to be told that they have to do something for their safety, <laughs> yeah. though, right? Mm. That it's compulsory and they can't opt out yeah, of. Scandemic. You know? There must have been a few, few people <laughs> helmet demic, yeah. mate. A few people there with doctor's exemptions for their helmets. They're just like it's a conspiracy, man, by big okay. helmet. You know, they're just trying to get everybody in helmets. <laughs> I trust my natural immunity against head trauma. Okay, so there's two kinds of billy carts. So there's traditional homegrown and professional so traditional billy carts can be okay, made from great. box cart uh box cart is just essentially wood material non-pneumatic so solid tires you can only have two persons of the same age in the in the same age group because i think that's weight gives you an advantage obviously yep. on on the hill four load bearing wheels so no and i know you wanted to ride your your, mm. your try <laughs> try wheel car but you can't um mm-hmm. the homegrown billy carts any can be made from any light mate material can have pumped up tires same thing with the loads of professional billy carts made from any lightweight material but only one driver no passenger i wonder why the professional one because they're lighter i guess less um more likely to crash or something okay so what division are we entering in are we in the profession not the professional division we need to be in the um okay so the categories are youngster no parent and child no open that would be us i think we could do tag team. There's also celebrity category. Oh, okay. Was there any celebrities that you spotted there today? No, the celebrity run was at 2.55. I left okay. at about one. Um, what sort of local celebrities do you think they're attracting for the celebrity race? There are a few up here these days, but who's going to be doing the race? Yeah. Now, do you imagine the celebrities are making their own billy carts or is this like the Celebrity Grand Prix where the billy carts are supplied and you just get the celebrities in them? I think they have to force them (laughs) (laughs) to make their own billy cart. I mean, that would be great. I mean, they're already donating their time and their image. 
But fuck it, you've got to build your own. Well, I imagine, yeah, I think the celebrity category might be the one. Like, I mean, local celebrity, that's, I mean, we're, you know, I mean, I was once invited to drive in the Australian Celebrity Grand Prix at the actual fucking Grand Prix. So so I reckon we can get an entry into the local Billy Cart Grand Prix. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. You've gone from the Australian Grand Prix to the Billy Cart, the local Billy Cart Grand Prix. That's fucking hilarious. That's all there is about that. Let's get to the Forgotten Project, Will. Um, you know what is funny? It's when I was putting these things together, I'm like, fuck, do we have enough? And we've done almost nine episodes of this. We've barely gotten through like three. We've got so many to get through. We've actually just created a rod <laughs> for our own back. Um, this is from Luke. He sent this back in 2021, August of last year. Uh, and it's the ridiculous story of Bishop Sycamore. Are you familiar with this story? Can I just say, just before we get into Bishop Sycamore, um, your experience driving your car with no brakes. Mm. <laughs> It's just like that moment in the Karate Kid where he realizes that the painting up and down and side to side. Training for this your whole life. It's my whole life. (laughs) Will just made me spit water out of my mouth. An actual literal spit take. Should have saved that for four (laughs) hundred. Uh, you're fucking right. You're fucking right. Maybe I should just enter my Jeep into the Billy Cart. I just rock up. Oh, that was the, that was the other thing about. So they had a parade um, at halftime, I guess, of the Billy Carts in between the the homemade and the, and the pros. And so they had like a parade, which <laughs> the theme of the parade was: Hey, has anyone got anything or do anything? <laughs> because it started off with this marching band of bagpipers. Then coming up behind the bagpipers for no apparent reason was Darth Vader and several other minor <laughs> Star Wars characters. Sounds like the best then, event ever. I can't then there was an amateur. Then there was a, like an amateur children's dance yeah. troupe doing like dance moves down the street. And then a series of, I guess, like collectible cars. But some were vintage. So you'd have like an E.H. Holden or, you know, like an old Mustang. But then one just looked like a Commodore. Oh, <laughs> like literally some guy had taken a wrong turn and inadvertently driven into the parade. Like, so, so, sorry, mate. This was meant to be a Range Rover, but I can't find it anyway. You know, like I saw an RX-7. And I'm like, does that qualify as a classic car? Like, I don't know. This, is, this sounds honestly like the best thing that I've ever heard of in my entire life. I can't wait until next year. I'm going to put it in my calendar. Ah, we had a great time. Yeah, come next year. <laughs> Especially when you see me fucking face plant on the asphalt and lose my teeth. Um, okay, so this is from Luke. Hey, uh, uh, hey, Cole Foe. Love the pods and all you do. Patreon, but not a doctor. It's all right. It's acceptable. This is um, an insane story. As close as I can tell, it's about a bunch of dudes who duped ESPN into believing they were a top-ranked high school NFL team from Bishop Sycamore. There is, in fact, no such high school. They played two times live on ESPN, once against the national champions where they got flogged 58 to nothing. Oh, and the coach of Bishop Sycamore has an active arrest warrant. This is Dwayne Johnson, Adam Sandler collab waiting to happen. So, Will, are you ready to hear the story? Of Bishop Sycamore. Well, I'm intrigued. Okay. So this is from Complex. High school football team may have lied to ESPN to play football on national TV. And this is from August of last year. 
And that opens with an update. So they're sort of just dropping us straight into the story. New details about Bishop Sycamore emerged on Monday. It turns out the team also played a game on Friday, which made Sunday's game its second in just three days. According to Awful Announcing, the game was scheduled by Paragon Marketing Group, whose president, Rashid Ghazi, denied having knowledge of Bishop Sycamore's Friday game. Ghazi also said the company did no due diligence in researching the team. (laughs) So this is basically, to keep the Karate Kid uh, comparison going, this is how he entered that karate tournament from Miyagi Dojo. Like he didn't, he wasn't from a real dojo. I mean, it's a good point, right? Like, okay, yeah, okay, I'm in. Non-sanctioned. We regret that this happened and have discussed it with Paragon, which secured the matchup and handles the majority of our high school event scheduling, ESPN said in an official statement. They have ensured us that they will take steps to prevent this kind of situation from happening moving forward. The outlet confirmed that the Ohio State Athletic Association didn't recognize Bishop Sycamore as a legitimate high school and their physical location, practice facilities and roster eligibility could not be verified. Right, because it did not exist. The team's head coach, who allegedly has an active arrest warrant thanks to fraud charges, while many of the players are also said to have already graduated high school, which essentially means a bunch of adults got rolled by some high school kids. So they entered and they still lost. (laughs) To read an interview with former Bishop Sycamore football player, go here to click here for a breakdown on what's happened so far. Okay, sorry. Probably should have read this first. The The Bishop Sycamore football controversy explained. By now you've heard of Bishop Sycamore. We have. We just read an article about it. (laughs) I have indeed. You're right. Correct article. (laughs) The maybe real, maybe fake high school team at the center of one of American sports stories of the year. But prior to Sunday, pretty much nobody had heard of the Ohio online only charter school. (laughs) Oh, okay. So it is a school. So it actually does exist as a school. So it's not a complete nutter con. There is an online school of some kind. Well, let's see. That all changed Sunday when ESPN aired a high school football game between Florida's powerhouse IMG Academy and the now infamous Bishop Sycamore, whose 58 to nothing loss and the way it played out national television uh, raised serious questions about the team's legitimacy. Now, I'm, I'm sort of a bit, oh, hi, Toddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That wasn't me heavy breathing <laughs> into the microphone in this story. I don't know much about American NFL, American football. Is 58 a lot? Yes. Okay. Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division I prospects in their roster, broadcaster Anif Shroff said during the game. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. I love that it got to this stage. I know. It was a bad look for ESPN. He released a statement putting the onus on a company called Paragon Marketing Group, who the network said was responsible for pitting the two teams against one another. In the days that followed, more stories about the mysterious Bishop Sycamore have emerged, painting a picture of virtually non-existent school with a bare-bones football program run by a cast of shady characters with questionable pasts. It's no wonder social media has been ablaze with incredulous tweets, hilarious memes, and, of course, a whole lot of questions. So who's involved? Bishop Sycamore was founded by Andre Peterson, who also coaches the football team's offensive and defensive lines. The team's head coach is Roy Johnson, and he was fired after Sunday's game. He also told the outlet that the school's football program is not a scam, despite the fact that they went 0-6 and six last year, losing right. all of their games by a blowout. Uh-huh. Okay. But they have played before. They have. Six games. Okay. All right. With no address listed on the school's low-rent website, it yeah. appears to be an online-only college. Okay. Last year, the Ohio Department of Education listed Bishop Sycamore as a non-chartered, non-tax-supported school. 
as for said website, it has next to no information about the school and was last updated in May. Yeah, okay. So the website looks like, you know, when you accidentally type in like one letter wrong on the website you want right. to look for and you go to one of those holding yeah. pages and it says, yeah, welcome to Goggle, yeah. you know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's that. It's like someone, it's someone sitting on a domain, but there is no actual yeah. website. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I definitely wanted to go to ZTube. <laughs> <laughs> the team itself is mostly postgraduates with some having history with junior college football. Throughout the years, they've faced issues with game cancellations due to roster issues, travel logistics, and accommodation problems. I mean, they're sounding a bit like the Mighty Ducks to me. Yeah, like it doesn't sound like it's so much a scam as it is a, a group of plucky I was going to say plucky youngsters, but plucky not so youngsters. <laughs> like they're, they're older guys. This might be the problem. They're older, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, if the Mighty Ducks was about a group yeah. of 20-something college dropouts. Yeah, who were pretending to be a peewee hockey team. <laughs> I want to watch that fucking movie. <laughs> the Mighty Fuckheads. <laughs> their, opponent have also, their opponents also have backed out of games because of the older age of some of the bishops. Yeah. That yeah. dude's got a fucking I'm beard. I'm 16. I'm scared, I'm scared of him. But used to, when you played junior footy, there's always some kid in the opposition team who looked yeah. like it. One yeah. guy, one guy who was like, you're 25 years old, shut up. You drove here. You drove here and your car has a caravan on the back. I believe your kids might be in your caravan. ESPN and Paragon, both of whom were behind the Geico ESPN high school kickoff, said they were led to believe that Bishop had high caliber players, which is why they were to be greenlit as IMG's opponent. So what happened? So after Bishop Sycamore's crushing defeat, as well as ESPN's admission that they had essentially been duped by the school, people began to wonder how something so egregious could have happened especially after it came out the Bishop had also played on Friday. Paragon Marketing, the company who scheduled the game, and its president denied any knowledge of the game. Uh, we regret this happened. We've discussed it with Paragon, which secured the matchup and handles the majority of our scheduling, he said. Perhaps the most jarring aspect of all was the report that Bishop lied to organisers about having D1 prospects on the team. Is that the most egregious lie or is the fact that you've got a bunch of adults playing against high schoolers the most egregious? Well, maybe when they said Division 1, they meant... Cell block Division 1. <laughs> like, you know, like they all met when they were in Division 1 of their cell block together. It's also unclear how neither ESPN or Paragon researched the team prior to Sunday's game, which just so happened to be against one of the best high school football teams in the country. Um, USA Today reported that at least one future opponent of the team has backed out of the scheduled game. Um, DeMartha was previously set off to face against the school, but have cancelled. Uh, we've been doing a lot of researching, and after discussing with our coaching staff, we've decided to cancel that game because they have ineligible players and it would be a liability issue. So what are the allegations? We consulted with our coaching staff who went to high school <laughs> with many of the players on the other team, and they've, they've decided not to play. So Bishop Sycamore and its founder are now facing allegations that the organisation is a scam. But let me just say this. If it is a scam, my understanding of scams is least amount of work for most amount of return. Like you've this got a, a, fucking, lot a lot of work yeah. for a scam. Like if you're like, oh, okay, I have to keep up appearances. We're a legitimate school. We have a legitimate football team. Like just don't have a football program in your online 
school, right? I mean, it seems unusual for an online school to have a football program at all. <laughs> it does. Okay, now that's shady. It's, there's some laundering going on. I mean, surely you would just be playing online, for, like some sort of online game. Have like a, like a, whatever that Scrabble game is that people play online or Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we have a Call of Duty team. Andre Peterson, who we introduced you to you earlier, has denied these allegations. This is him talking. There's nothing that I've gotten out of this that would constitute a scam because I'm not gaining anything financially from what we're doing. There you go. The reality is I have a son, um, Jarvin. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> I mean, that does sound made up. <laughs> he's standing next to a Java juice and he's like, uh, my son, Jarvin, juice. We call him the juice. I have a son. <laughs> We believe that nickname is not problematic when it comes to football players in America, so it'll be fine. I have a son, Jarvin, that's also in the program and has been in the program for four years. If it's a scam and the kids are not going to school, yeah. By the way, when he says he has a son who's been in the program, he means AA. <laughs> He's been four years. He's been in AI. If it's a scam and the kids are not going to school at all and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, then I'm just literally scamming myself. And more importantly, I'm hurting my own son. So when people say stuff like that, I would literally be taking my son's future and throwing it in the trash. <laughs> Meanwhile, the since-fired coach Roy Johnson allegedly had an active arrest warrant over fraud charges. Prior to working for Bishop Sycamore, he coached startup football program at Christians of Faith in Columbus. Um, there's also multiple civil lawsuits filed against him, including a 2019 case brought against him by ARN Hospitality over claims he owes Delaware, Ohio, Baymont Hotel over $100,000. But here's, but here's my question. Scammers got a scam. Who, who better qualified to be at the helm of a scam than someone who has such a proven track record of scams? I mean, that doesn't make him unqualified to be the coach of the team. This makes him the most qualified coach of the team available. But it's I, it's funny, right? Like that the guy who organized it, like they they found a scam coach and like yeah. and made him the football coach. Like he could have been working for them as their scam coach, but not been appointed as coach. You know what I mean? It's just weird that they were that literal <laughs> with the scam. He goes, I'll be your scam coach. And um, your football I'll, coach. <laughs> just scam football coach. As for the questions as to where Bishop Sycamore is actually located, yep. since the only listed address is a PO box, Peterson said that the school has existed for four years, but also claimed it was founded in 2019. Uh, he said that the location is private to protect the students. Oh, yeah, that's I have a girlfriend. You wouldn't know her. She lives in uh, New South Wales. But also four years checks out if it was founded in 2019 because you count the year it was founded. No, no, this article is written in 21. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, He said the location is private to protect his students, although there's still no indication that Bishop Sycamore even has any students outside the players in the football team. How do you feel about your defense of them now, Will? Well, here's what I will say is that might be the appeal of going to that particular school. So obviously education a little bit more deregulated. I mean, you know, obviously there's upstanding institutions in the American system like Trump University, but there's also some shady operators who are trying to take advantage of people. But what better online degree to get than one where you not only get to get your online degree, but you get to be a member of the football team, <laughs> play on ESPN, I mean, if- like automatic qualification. You sign up to any other course and you're automatically on the on the football team. I guess it's no different to any private university. Like, 
if the private university, if you want to do law, you can pretty much do law. <laughs> like that's how they kind of work. So if you're someone who just wants to play football, like maybe that's yeah. all you want to do is you want to play football. Mate, I'm not interested in the online education. I've signed up because this is the easiest football team in America to get into. I mean, this is – okay, so, so this is where it becomes your Adam Sandler rock premise, right? Or your Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn style premise, which it's a couple, it's your wedding crashes. Wow. Principle. Yeah. It's a, it's a bunch of like guys who have just finished high school who get together and realize that like they missed out on doing the best things at high school, which was being like the star of the high school football team. And they realize mm. if they can just like set up this fake university that they can be on the football team or they can just sign up. They find out about this university online course and they're, they're like... You need a twist though. It needs to be like, I'm only going to do it for a week and then I can use that qualification to get this coaching job I always wanted. But I, then the team starts winning. It's kind yeah. of like the producers, you know, like he enters this thing because he just wants a qualification. It's the easiest team. He needs to say he's a college footballer to get a job hosting on, you know, some sports channel or something like right. that. But the team starts winning and it's like the more they win, the more attention that comes on them. And now suddenly the school's in focus and he becomes the face of this kind of scam. And I like it. Or, I mean, maybe they don't start winning. Maybe we follow this same like premise right here, but he never imagined they were going to be on TV. Like the producers, the idea is that no one's really, they're going to do their dough, right? Like he wants this to be, all, he doesn't want any evidence of this team ever appearing on somewhere like ESPN because what what he wants it for is his resume. He doesn't actually want like people to dig into it yeah. like too deeply, right? And then suddenly they find themselves on ESPN <laughs> live college football against the reigning champions. Like either way, it looks like Peterson will have some questions to answer after Ohio Governor Mike DeWine ordered an investigation. So this is Mike DeWine's Twitter. He said, like many Ohioans. Ohioans. I am concerned by the recent reports and questions raised about Bishop Sycamore. While this weekend's football game brought about concerns about the health and safety of players, it also raised red flags about the school's operations. Schools like Bishop Sycamore have an obligation under Ohio law to meet certain minimum standards. Whether Bishop Sycamore meets those standards is not clear. I have asked the OHE education to conduct an investigation and compliance with blah, 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 blah. Okay. What happened with the coach and the players? As we mentioned earlier, Roy Johnson was fired after the game. That's the coach. Now, maybe it was for optics or maybe it's because of his legal troubles or maybe it's because of coaching decisions like this one. Okay, right. So this is people commenting about the game. So someone says, this is, no kidding, this is game is a total scam. Um, and then Parker Branton, a journalist, says, you said this could be dangerous a couple of snaps later. Bishop Sycamore's best athlete goes down. The coach doesn't approve the running clock. It's sad. He needs to answer. What does that mean? Don't know, but like obviously the coach has done something that people think is a bit negligent in regard to like player safety. Ah, oh, his players. Okay, so this is the coach trying to justify playing his guys twice in three days. He said, "I justified that decision as he is eighteen years old, and we asked him like, hey, are you good to play?' <laughs> or are we having a good thing?' And we asked him that, and then the number two will be number two." where we asked him them, hey, uh, are you coming? This is a quote from him, by the way, like it's on his Twitter. Yeah, it is. Then we asked them is, hey, like when you're coming in to make this play, we're going against this competition what? 
for us that game. <laughs> is this a scene from that concussion movie that Will Smith made? This is this guy has serious head trauma. Well, okay, Bishop's. I'm going to read that again. Bishop Sycamore's Roy Johnson on playing his centre in two games over three days. Well, I justified that decision, as in he's 18 years old. We asked him, like, hey, are you good to play, or we having a good thing? We we that's a I'm assuming that's a misspelling. We asked him that, and then number two will be. Number two, where we asked him, them is like, hey, when you're coming in to make this play, we're going against this competition for us that game. That is someone panicking. (laughs) That's like a word salad panic. That is someone who's been asked, uh, some suspicious things, and then just been like, uh, you know, whatever, man. Like the first few words, I was like, oh, maybe I like just it was Charlie reading it for the first time and like. Maybe this is going to make sense. And then the more it goes on, the more you're like, what is what is he saying? It looks like Johnson's coaching days may be numbered. Peterson, meanwhile, has it said it has been suggested that he fold the program, but he told USA Today that there's no intention of doing that. I have kids that are dependent on what we do. <laughs> They're going to get their scam degrees <laughs> for their scam careers. <laughs> we have kids in this team, and those kids also have their own kids. <laughs> and they are a couple of mouths to feed. For me to start all over and send them home, from where? You don't have a physical location. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> They're studying from home. For me to start all over and send them home and say, hey, work it out for yourself would be a disservice to them. I just know that we have bigger things to get right. We have to make this We have to make this to where every question that's asked, there's an answer to them. Yeah, starting yeah. with where's, where's that check I sent you for fucking years worth of classes? Why are we playing football? This is not what I thought I was signing up for. So what are the former players and associates saying? Oh, yeah, I do want to hear from the players. Yes. I think this is – maybe they're getting scammed. <laughs> not many Bishop players, both past and present, have spoken about their experiences at the school. Perhaps the most prominent example of someone willing to spill the tea is Aaron Boyd, who claims to be the first player ever recruited by Bishop Sycamore. In a recent interview, Boyd said that he and other football hopefuls were enticed to play at Bishop by promises that included appearing in a Netflix documentary. When he ultimately relocated to Ohio, there wasn't even a campus for the school. (laughs) What I will say is there's still a chance you'll appear in a Netflix documentary, right? This feels like something they could definitely make into a Netflix documentary. This is Aaron speaking. This is the crazy shit. This is what you want to hear. I first moved out there. We were staying in a hotel in Delaware. We were staying there for like five months, Boyd explained. Didn't have no housing. All the players came to find out we never paid the hotel. The school was writing them bounced checks. The head coach of Bishop Sycamore wasn't the head coach. He was like an athletic director. He was the N-word that was behind all of it. He was writing bounce checks for everything, for everything. We never paid for anything. <laughs> he confirmed reports that head coach Roy Johnson had an arrest warrant to his name. I didn't know what the warrant was for, but if it's for writing bounce checks, then that's accurate. <laughs> he said, nice thing, Aaron. Suggesting that Johnson could be wanted for fraud charges. Well, your fingers on the pulse. Exactly what he's wanted for. Also, when Boyd left the school due to a poor experience he had, he needed to redo his whole junior year so he could play football in his senior year. As for academic experience, Boyd said there was essentially no one. We didn't go to school. We never went to school. I can't lie. They tried once. They took us to a community library. (laughs) One day, it was already October and the season was about to be over. He said, 
it was it was at this point well shit i'm not going to school am i you, you've all just put me through school this whole time well you know what that's a very fucking positive outlook on being sound yeah. you went to the school of hard knocks well i guess you, you learned a lot of important life lessons regardless i love the idea of like having to like oh shit like after i don't know what the fifth month it's like these kids they they keep asking me about when what we're going to actually go to what's the what's the nearest where, school like building books? we can take them to what do, <laughs> what do, what do, what do schools books? have books <laughs> Sir, this is a border. Sir, this is a border, sir. <laughs> uh, two other players who wish to remain anonymous said so that Johnson promised them schooling at Franklin University had access to the practice facilities at Ohio State. Instead, there was no schooling, and they practiced right outside the apartment complex. There were other Ohio, <laughs> there were other Ohio State students living there. Oh my god. Among the other disturbing details, Johnson apparently told his players to jump a homeless man who attempted to break into his car. Um, so I don't know who this quote's from. I got hurt early in the season. And I ended up playing hurt the majority of the season because we didn't have any athletic trainers, one of the players said. And the eating thing there was crazy. We probably ate one hot dog every two days. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't laugh. I mean, this is an indictment on, like, the American educational system. And, like... <laughs> But <laughs> uh, like to only be able to eat one hot, hot dog every two days, that's not right, Will. I mean, these these guys are trying to be a football team. You just need more protein than that. <laughs> that is an insane story. I still don't, uh, with all that deep dive, and I'm still none the wiser about why. Like what was the... Well, the university itself, there's got to be like, I mean, online universities or or schools and stuff. There's like some, they're obviously getting people to like, but why the football team is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I mean, if you're doing a scam university, like why offer stuff that is ultimately going to bring you into the public eye and like, I just want to know the series of events that led to them saying, like were there other programs going on as well was there like a i don't know like a right did, did they also have like a debating team like a pitch perfect like was there yeah. like a pitch oh yeah perfect, acapella club <laughs> acapella club like yeah, the online university acapella club you know yeah. going out and just they all none of them can sing they're just getting they're just butchering songs and they can't do harmonies and stuff i don't like understand that. what acapella is guys got, <laughs> got a british guitar, guitar. <laughs> 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 oh my god um yeah i just want to know like why would you decide because i i don't again i don't know much about nfl but it looks fairly like e- equipment specific like you yes. need helmets shoulder pads you know like it's it's intensive whereas do you think billy cart style the players were in charge of making their own protective equipment potentially or i don't know like where like, if they maybe if they were kids who wanted to play football, they would have their they'd just be told to bring their own gear. But like jerseys cost and travel costs, and I mean they put them in a bounced hotel. How'd they travel them to this fucking game? I and mean, like, at what point if you're the student do you go? I don't know about this. Like, <laughs> you know, like if you're getting entered into a competition, like the, like you just you just know that this something about this doesn't feel right, right? Yeah, I, w- I would imagine it was on day two where they said, oh, no, no, no hot dog today. <laughs> no hot dog for you. This is a non-hot dog day. 
And then, oh, by the way, um, where are we having football practice? Uh, where's the field? No, 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 out on the street. <laughs> just whatever cars come. Well, you just <laughs> it's close. The good, the the good, the good news is, it's close. <laughs> All you have to do is just go out the front of the apartment block. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, now, well, let's just do one more thing from um, the Forgotten Project before we go. You remember our old mate Elias? I do. Biggest horse in all of uh, all Norway. Of Norway. Well, he sent us. I'll reread the email. We did read it out at the time, but I think I'll I'll read it out again because um, Elias uh, sent us a video. He sent me a video of um, the music festival that they he and oh, his yes. brothers have on the family farm. That I watched and did a reaction video. You can find it on Tofop TV on YouTube. And then Elias followed up by saying, oh, my brothers on the farm also built a giant crazy water slide. Would you guys like to see it? So I've been saving this for about um, two years, longer than that, because I thought, oh, this could be a fun thing to watch together, like Elias and his brothers. Because the last video is really fun and entertaining. So we can just watch and comment on this video, um, which is a good incentive to join our Patreon because you're probably listening to this podcast right now. You won't be able to see what we're talking about. But if you uh, join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you can watch all our videos because we uh, post full videos of each episode on the Patreon. And so as we do more video content, probably more incentive to join the Patreon. Don't want to be fucking hard sell. Also, you can see my dog that's been in the car with me for 10 hours today getting a little restless. So that's good bonus <laughs> video content. You can see my spit take, my actual legit spit take. Okay, so just as a reminder, I'm going to read this email that we read back in the past. This was when... Um, we were having a discussion because I think Elias and um, a Swedish listener, they were, well, Scandinavian listeners were sounding off about which nation is the real sheep fucker. You know how we said that there's always I like a, there's a, always fucking, a sheep fucker. Someone's yeah, okay. fucking a sheep. So someone from Sweden, I think, wrote in and 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 said, um, oh, no, it's the Norwegian, it's the it's the Norwegians who are the sheep fuckers." So uh, Elias says, uh, "Hey guys, glad to have you back in my ear holes." To answer Sebastian's question, I'm not aware of any joke or rumor about sheep shagging in Ireland. Uh, to bully the Swedes is a more common thing in Norway. I'm aware about jokes about Swedish people fucking sheep, but it's not as common as the Australian New Zealand thing. But there are countless jokes about people that live up north in Norway having sex with reindeer. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the equivalent. That's the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, I agree that we should have rumors about Icelandic sheep fucking, so I will start spreading them. Good on you, Elias. Um and then we also suggested that we do a Finding Drago type thing about the biggest horse in all Norway. So Elias says, also doing a Finding Drago style show about finding the horse would not be a great idea because the biggest horse in Norway died over the Christmas break. But we have some good news because we've read this letter before. That horse fucking came back to life. What? <laughs> now you remember. We thought it died. Uh, I remember. I was just yeah. playing along. Oh, you're playing along. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Elias says we still have huge horses, but not prize winning. Uh, they're very, but not prize winning big. Could very well be the fattest horse in Norway. Anyway, a funny thing happened after my appearance in Macho Fop. I have four older brothers who take much pride in being big macho guys. So when they heard their much younger brother was in the finals of being the world's most macho man, they got offended. My older brothers over the summer made a giant slip and slide on the farm where I grew up um, to make it up for them. I am the most macho man. To make it up for them that I am the most macho man in the family, could you please watch and react to this short video of their giant water slide? Thank you. Much love from your Norwegian friend, Elias. Um, you should look Elias up when you do your Scandinavian trip. I, well, I mean, I think he's going to be my first port of contact, really, isn't he? Like, I don't know a whole lot of other people. <laughs> well, they have parties and they on the farm. they sound like a good crew. I might not need to leave the farm, you know? 
Okay, so this is uh, Elias's family's uh, slip and slide. So uh, I'll just take this, put the sound on. Um, it's just we've got the we're doing a fly through, a drone fly through of a big water park, um, and the credits say Torp Slip and Slide Party 2020. And I feel like we're going to hear some EDM. Will <laughs> I don't know Scandinavians <laughs> party? What do you reckon the chance? I haven't hit play yet. Do you want to put some money on EDM? I mean, I'm going to lock in EDM. Thank you. All right, let's go. Okay, so it's okay. a big fucking slip and slide. It's, I mean, it's massive. It's so much bigger than I expected it was going to be. Already, I'm just like, I mean, this is, you talk about your billy cart race. This is taking that sort of like homemade potential for damaging yourself to a whole new level. You know what? I think I actually did do my reaction video to this. I think this is the video I watched. Yeah, that's fine. That's, Let's watch it again. I thought that was what you were saying. You had uh, no, I got confused because I thought he sent me his second one that was a party video. Or maybe he did. Maybe this is the second. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's watch this. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> what? I mean, the first thing I'd say about this is the fucking cinematography is incredible. <laughs> like, I mean, even the way that it's cut, like the music, the editing, I don't know if they got an energy drink sponsorship, but there's certainly a, like a really good pack shot of an energy drink. Like if you were directing this for like a TV commercial, you'd be like, yeah, we've got that. that is, that's the hero shot of the product. Well done. <laughs> And it's a big fucking slide. Like, it's this is less like, like a water slide and more like something that you would see Evil at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> exactly yeah, Evil right. Knievel, but it's it's very Winter Olympics. And they're doing like full loop the loops, and there's a dude with oh abs God. DJing. This is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen in my life. And this is Elias's this is brothers. <laughs> There's a guy doing a cannonball. And now there's a dude doing like the Melbourne Shuffle. So now the... I mean, it's weird that the, oh, there's just people dancing now. Yeah. Okay. So I guess what's That's happened fun. is the, right. the sun's gone down. People have... Yeah. <laughs> the, the pills have kicked in. <laughs> or the mushrooms. <laughs> Something. I mean, I freeze-framed it on a dude like break dancing, like doing a full backspin on grass. Mind you, like normally you do a backspin on like refrigerator box or some line or something. This dude is so high. He's managing. Not in Norway, no, man. I can do a backspin on the lawn. On grass. <laughs> Maybe this is how they drill in Norway. I mean, this is this looks fun. It does. A lot of, a lot of dudes breaking. Yeah, a guy just did the splits. Okay, we're back to the water slide. I mean, this is not a professional thing, right? This is just mates have built this water slide. It looks professional. I mean, it looks better than anything I've ever seen at an Australian water park. Literally, their MacGyvered up water, water slide is better than any water slide I've ever been on. One thing I had noticed, not a huge female uh, contingent at this event. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, some of them were, were in the dancing. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like like going down a huge homemade water slide leans, skews yeah. male heavy. 
in the like the women are probably a little bit too sensible to think that that is a good idea. I mean, it launches them like what? That's a good. 20, 25 meters into the air, and like about, into the uh, air, and then into and then like a, like yeah, into a body of water <laughs> that is actually separated by grass before the water is there. Would you do it? No, you couldn't. I couldn't. I would die. I would absolutely <laughs> oh die. God, I would what would the what would the patron <laughs> level need to be <laughs> for us to get you on the water? I would go down the first slide and snap. Enough. And like half of me would shoot out <laughs> of the slide at the bottom, but still not. You would just, <laughs> you would just pinwheel through the air and just limbs would break off, flying off you as you missed the pool and landed in the pine trees behind it. And I'd be like, that's that's what we call break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, it looks fun. It looks so fun. Oh, there's a girl. She's wearing a helmet. Oh, yeah, I see. At the dance party, yeah. There's yeah. lots of... Everyone here is super athletic. And now this dude's I'm... singing or rapping or doing... Do you reckon that's stand-up? Let's do some stand-up. <laughs> Let's see if we can guess from... No, he's singing. He's got the pain of expression of someone, like, hitting a yeah. high note. It'd be great though. I mean, but here's the thing: opportunity for a stand-up. There's a yeah. performance space, right? Like, so maybe I can go. Yeah, that's that can be my contribution. I can just like take the mushrooms, watch them break dance, and like muck around on the water slide, and then I can just do some stand-up. I mean, it honestly looks like a great party. Like, it kind of looks like everything I imagined Scandinavian people to be like. Like, it's active. Even the kind of like, it's not like everyone's super ripped. It's not that like LA gym body thing. You know, there are some fit dudes, but it's all like how people were fit in the 50s. Like this is, I carry logs fit, you know? And so. The, yeah. I'm not going to a gym to look yeah, like it's not. It, you know, You know how I got this fit? Building fucking water slides in my backyard, mate. <laughs> it's not like when you see like pool parties and it's in Vegas yeah. and like everyone's just like, you know, jacked and it's like obviously they're peacocking. It looks genuinely fun. And then the sun goes down and it looks like, you know, everyone's having fun. They're sitting around on camping chairs and stuff. I think I would love to hang out with these guys. <laughs> like you and I don't need to speak English here. I mean, we don't need to speak no. um, Norwegian. We can just go and hang out. Oh, that, mate, they'll be fine. They'll speak yeah, but English. We're the, only we're the only country that doesn't speak more than one language. Look at the lights in the trees and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the dancing, I'm not sure, because they all they all look like professional. I mean, Are they all fucking professional lots. dancers? I mean, they're, they're all good dancers. Yeah. This is, I mean, wow. wow. That's it. That's pretty cool. I mean, I've, I've watched that already. I've done a reaction video, but. It's much, much cooler than anything you or I have ever done <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> that's what that is but like I know Elias is sort of saying uh, you know it's sort of half joking about hey come over and I'm your friend but Elias <laughs> like can, yeah, we, no, can no. we how do we get an invite to one of those because that yeah. that looked awesome and I want to just oh mate this like Scandinavian trip that I'm going to take mm. um, that you know look I have to get my passport renewed and I have to find time to leave the country this, this is not something that's happening in the near future so I'm going to need to plan it. I'm going to need to get some time off. I'm going to need to really know what I'm going to do. 
if this is a regular occurrence that happens at the same time every year, if 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 it's in a time where I am available to travel overseas, I would be absolutely one hundred percent happy to base the schedule of my entire trip around around like attending this event. I'm 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 not even lying. It doesn't even have to be a TOEFOP thing. I'll do this out of my own pocket. It looks so fun. Uh, it looks great. Thanks, Elias, for sending that in. Um, and if you want to send us more videos of your your brother's crazy fucking parties, it sounds real cool. And 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 send us an invite as well. Um, this is the one thing that I, I'm very interested in. And look, I don't want anyone to incriminate themselves in regard to this. And Elias is probably the only person who can answer this question. But is this like is this is there alcohol involved? Is there drugs involved? Like, or are these just people? high on the good times of like water slides and break dancing. Well, there was clearly alcohol involved. We saw people drinking in the clips. Yeah. Don't know about drugs. They kind of look like high on life kind of people. Like if you found out yeah. afterwards they were Christians, would that like make you uh, disappointed? If it was like Hillside. I'd be like, this is a good pitch though. This is better <laughs> You're than winning Hillside. me over. <laughs> yeah. It looked like good, clean fun, didn't it? Yeah. There was nothing it that did. seemed kind of wanky about it. I mean, there was that that Billy Cart esque element of danger, though. Like, I mean, this yeah. idea that you were doing something that, I mean, can oh, okay. You imagine? This is where I got. Should we save this for Tofop yes, four hundred? Yeah, okay, yes, so uh, yeah, Elias. He said, "This is where I got confused." He sent us two videos, so we, just a little sizzle, a little tease for Tofop oh, four hundred. Will and I will watch and uh, uh, re- re- respond to a human slingshot. <laughs> That his brother's made on the farm. This is great. This is perfect. This yeah. is a great bit of Elias content. Yeah. This is a good good arc that we're returning to for the 400th. I'm into this. Yeah. So we, we'll watch and react to that. So that was good. That was a little warm up for, for what we think we're going to expect. But yeah, good, clean fun. So you're going to ask me a question. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, you're going to ask the, the audience was a question. The question. I was going to ask the audience about um, if they uh, if if they if they were on drugs or drinking or what was the deal. Oh well, I just yeah. want to know. No, I mean, I yeah. So I, I don't know if they were. I just want to know. But here's what I will say: if it is a Christian thing, you know what? As long as they don't bang on about it, like. And by the way, if anyone needs That's to what, build an ark or something, these are guys I would trust. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But also, like, that's why we don't want them to speak English to us. Because right. if they are Christians, we won't understand. They could be saying anything to us. We'd just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. cool. We'll, just nod and, yeah. we'll nod and smile. And then watch someone... Not knowing what we're agreeing to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it turns out it's some kind of midsummer cult. Yeah, totally. You and I get sacrificed to the Wicker Man the very next day. <laughs> Elias has been working on this long con for years. He's like, I'll get him with a, a story about a horse, but then I'll get him over. Um, if I've already plugged the Patreon, if you if you want to support the show but you can't do it financially, the best way to do that is to listen to all our podcasts or some of our podcasts. And when you do listen to them, like uh, and, and rate on whatever platform you're listening to them on. So go to tofop.com to check out all our podcasts. Um, uh, we'll be putting out some new episodes of Two Guys, One Cup shortly, probably towards the end of November. But in the meantime, go back and check out some of our old episodes. And of course, there are Fofops in the tank for you to listen to. Will, have you got a show to promote? I have a television show called question everything abc i view is the best place to catch the past episodes of that and uh i have a book it's called i am not fine thanks and it is available in all the ways that you can get books so it would be nice if you check that out i'm charlie clausen i'm will anderson
This podcast is a TOEFOP production. Head to TOEFOP.com for more. Cool things for cool people.